Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Oberry podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the life stories of streamers all around the world. And today my victim, no, <laughs> I mean guest, is Elysium. Hello and Hi, welcome. Eddie. Hello, hello. How is everyone? We're going to start off this podcast by giving you some quick questions. You need to be quick like about it. answering these. Uh, that oh. we're because we have a live audience here now on, on Twitch, um, and they've know. been asking some questions about you that you need to you need to you need to answer. Go for it. Sounds good. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, one place you'd like to visit before you die. Japan. Japan. The entire country. Cool. Elysium. <laughs> Are you a dirty, massive weep? Yes. <laughs> okay. Favorite food? Oh, no. I don't have a favorite food. Uh, Fish and chips. Bacon. What? Bacon? Bacon. Bacon pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. Oh, sorry. Bacon is the answer. Okay. Uh, can you play guitar or do you only know Guitar Hero? No, I can play guitar. I um, started playing actual guitar before. I learned the um, the guitar hero game. What got you into Twitch? Oh, watching it. Um, actually, it was well, another streamer. By don't say too Real much. Crafty. This is the stuff that I want to talk to you about. I'm. I'm that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Next question. We're gonna get into that later. Uh, you can answer this one instead. Um. How long have you been streaming? Ooh, um, four months. Four months, roughly. <laughs> what are what are New, Dr. Newt is asking? What are your thoughts on people with blonde hair and blue eyes? I like them. Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> decent, decent answer to a decent question. Uh, <laughs> where do you see yourself in the future? Short answer. Outside of this room, hopefully. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, Pikachu is asking, also asking, favorite sweets? Question mark. Oh, bubblegum mushrooms. Oh, okay. Um, official Power is asking, everybody has multiple inspirations, but who is your biggest inspiration? In what? Uh, in general. General. Okay. Probably my parents. Good answer. Ha, let's see. <laughs> I'm gonna skip that one. Um, uh, Deemster wants to know what are your future ideas in your life, like future plans for your life. Short answer, if it's possible. <laughs> a short answer. I would love to go traveling for a very lengthy period of time. Cool. And Pikachu is asking, have you always played video games? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Smurf wants to know, Elysium, do you think Barry should shave? No. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think that is quite enough. Um, okay. 
great we you you passed you passed the test are you are you sweating oh i'm excited you're excited okay go good fly in colors okay so thank you for coming on the show the uh yeah how, how, how did you feel when i asked you i was quite happy actually i've um i was introduced to your podcast through watching life of cosplay um so that was the very first one i saw um she was the reason that i was introduced to your channel so I quite like the format, um, and when I got asked, I thought I must be doing something right <laughs> for, for this to be happening. So yeah, I was quite pleased. Awesome. Uh, did we? Uh, I don't know. Did you? Are you? Were you lurking mostly in Life of Cosplay streams, or were you active as well? Like, um... Um, I try to be active um, for the most part. I do lurk in a lot of channels. Uh, it depends if I have the time to say anything or not i like to be supportive so whether i can be chatty or not i'll be in somebody's stream cool okay i feel like um we first of all what's you're you're elysium on twitch but what's your name what's liam liam cool and i i feel like we we got to take this podcast we're going to do this maybe a little bit different from from the other ones but i want to i want to do it in chronological order like when from when you were born up until now and then we also got to go beyond that even and oh, look no. into the future but right. I, we're not going to cover everything and we're going to cover the things that are gaming related uh, all the Actually. way from when you were a little uh, pinecone until you little pinecone until now when you're uh, 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 historically accurate yeah <laughs> a big tree anyway so <laughs> what's your first memories of games in your life do you have any specific memories of playing a game or just a feeling or like connected related to gaming do you know uh, like the first and then we can talk about the first consoles and kind of where where did yeah. your gaming career start and how did it start i think it started with we used to have a lot of family um like events i would say we would visit each other a lot so we'll go to like cousins places uncles places um we used to have like a big family centered kind of um event going on and every time i would go to especially my uncle's place and my cousin's places they used to have certain games on i would always play them and the reason being is they were um age-rated games that i was normally not allowed to play so when i got to go to their places i would play these games and it was totally fine because uh, nobody would say anything They're like oh he's fine he's here let's just let him play i'll play all these shooter games when i'm very little I can't remember what they were. They were on really, really old consoles. Um, I think the very first console I owned was a, a PlayStation 1. Um, but I know I was playing, I think I was playing on like a Sega before that when I was uh, at family places, but I was that young, but I can't remember what the game was. Sega. Yeah. How old were you when you were playing these horrible shooter games? <laughs> horrible shooter games. <laughs> I wouldn't have said they were horrible. I quite liked them even at that age, but... Hmm. I I honestly can't pinpoint the the age. I don't have many memories from when I was that young. Um, it was just visiting people, so I would have said at least five plus when I was playing these games. Uh, did you have? So that. you did you didn't have games at home before then, or like or not really? No, no, no. Okay, so when was the first time you you had a console or a, or something to play on? Uh, um, at your place. when the PlayStation One was uh, announced, um, I got one of those 
pretty quick uh, due to playing games at all my family's houses. Um, but we, we got like a chipped version. So my dad would basically come in every other night with like a handful of games and there you go. I've got you all of these. Eat heart out. So I had, I had like a lot of games when I was little playing all kinds of things, racers, fighters, shooters, whatever. So it sounds like your parents were supportive of your, of your gaming uh, to start off with. Well, yeah, I was, um, I was more of a boisterous boy. So I was out playing football with friends and, and, um, causing mischief and whatnot, but we'll not get into that. Um, that's very so when intriguing. I got back in the house, I was still very, <laughs> I was still very energetic. Um, and I needed something to, uh, keep myself entertained with. So that was the best part. I was always like, I, I need to have this. I really, I want to play this all the time. And that would chill me out a lot. Cool. So when, um, when did you realize I'm a gamer? <laughs> did you have a moment yeah. or like slow, it slowly dawned on you? Was this like a specific period of your life when you like realized that well, I'm a really. gamer? I don't think I've ever had a realization that I'm a gamer. I've just always played games. And it's just something I've always done. Um, there are a lot of things that I've always done. I never really had a realization that like I'm this or I'm that. It's um, It was more of something to occupy myself with and it became an, like more of a hobby and then it kind of took over a little bit more from then it's like i have to do this if i don't do this i'm going to be sat bored there's nothing else i want to do like i have to go and do this one thing or play this certain game so when you were a kid how big was the gaming part of your life and how did it change when you turned teenager oh it was huge um it was probably more influential than any other kind of hobby that I had, um, due to all of my friends used to play as well. We'd all play the same things. So we'd get home, we'd all play these other games. We'd go to each other's houses with like, oh, I've done this on this game. Look what I've done. And then, oh, I've done this. And we'd get into school and start talking about it. Like, oh, I can't wait to get home and do this. And there's a new game coming out. We all should get it. We need to play it. And so that was, the, that was the biggest thing. I used to have a lot of friends that would play games with me. And then I, I gained a lot more friends through gaming as well. Like, oh, this guy plays as well, or this guy plays this. And... So these are your teenage years, or is that before? That's before. That's um, before. It's like, pretty okay. much the same as teenagers, except yeah. then it started getting into more of an online multiplayer, which was better because I didn't have to physically take anything to a friend's house and <laughs> sit in the same room because that's what I used to do. Uh, so uh, do you remember any specific games that you know you had a lot of fun with? You know, going when you were still taking stuff and going over to your friends was there were there any games do you remember any yeah um dragon ball z games all of them i used to get every single one that i was like any console that i had every dragon ball z game that came out i had to have those um even earlier than that i used to play a lot of crash bandicoot games so i would take mm -hmm. those over at my friends houses um need for speed games we would take those over super smash bros we used to play that a lot as well um, and then I think Street Fighters and Tekken games, they were the other few that I used to take over. It sounds like you had a, a kind of a, um, a positive experience of uh, gaming growing up. You didn't have a lot of uh, resistance or like parents that were um, uh, like, you know, fighting you because of it. Or uh, am I wrong? Or is that like... No, that, um, that's... Um... That's pretty much spot on. Um, there was only the the other 
there was only ever a few times where it was just like, you shouldn't really be playing this game because it's age restricted. And I was like, yeah, well, come on, I'll play all these other games. Like, I'll be fine. Like, nothing ever, it, nothing ever happens. And so eventually, like, after a bit more pushing and pushing, and like, oh, okay, the parents would give in, and like, there you go, you can get this game. Um, so there was never really resistance until I started raging at games, and it was just like, right, you're not playing this anymore until you calm down. Oh, you were. You were raging against screaming. Oh, I was and... a little game rager, yeah. Especially Tekken. Damn. Tekken. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, was there a time where you felt like, well, okay, these, this, like, I'm, I'm, I'm playing too much, or this is, the gaming is affecting my life in a way that I, I don't like, or has there ever been like something mm-hmm. like that? Not personally. Um, I never thought I was playing too much. I was always enjoying the game. I always thought I was doing something productive in, in my eyes because mm. um, I would get something out of the game. Like, it'd be, if you think of it in terms of like a really simplistic view. So if I was to get to a boss level and, and complete this level, then I was like, right, I have done something. That's that's what I have done with this time. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'd I'd have allocated times of playing, so... Obviously, naturally, my parents were like, you have to do your homework, you have to do X, Y, and Z. Um, I had other commitments as well, so I, w- I used to play on football teams and all that kind of things. And and then eventually I got myself into playing guitar, so then I had other commitments that way. So I'd always kind of, I would have allocated times to play it, and then once it got, once I started getting older and committing to more things, I then allocated myself time to play. But I never thought I was playing too much or that it was hindering me or or affect me negatively in any way, other than maybe getting a little angry at a game every now and again. That there was never really a negative side of it. Did your parents see gaming as a good hobby, like positive thing, like a uh, productive, uh, as you saw it, or or did they just well, it's an okay, like he's playing, it's it's fun, yeah, uh, it's okay. They saw it as a hobby, definitely a hobby. Whether they saw it as productive or not, I'm not so sure about that one. Um, my other two main hobbies were football and guitar, so obviously they were um, way more productive in my parents' eyes because one's keeping me active and fit, and the other one is like growing a talent in, yeah. and, and trying to um, make something myself there. And obviously it was something I really enjoyed, but gaming was more, that's a leisure time thing. You're not really going to be able to do anything with that. Um, that's just kind of like a play time. You're a good, uh, uh, you're a good example of a, a well-organized gamer, like a well-organized life of a gamer. <laughs> like you got these uh, other interests going on, you know, you know, exercising yeah. and, and you know, growing your talent, and then you you still have spare time, and that you can use whatever you want, do whatever you want with, and you chose yeah. gaming, and it was fun, and, and you felt accomplished uh, oh, playing yeah, as well. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's all good. I feel like, uh, and for me as well, like, I, I'm asking you a little bit about this, because I had more of, like, parents who were a lot more skeptical, uh, a lot more, like, trying to control it, uh, and um, maybe I didn't have uh, a, a, like a w- well-organized life enough. They were kind of worried probably <laughs> that I, you know, that gaming took over uh, yeah. and would like, it would ruin me, you know, <laughs> not completely, but, you know, affecting me in a somewhat yeah, negative I'm, way. I'm... And that's why, like, I had, I felt this resistance always, like, and and not like, so I, I kind of developed... 
as a consequence of that, I developed kind of a, like, you know, shame for gaming. And that I find uh, really interesting because that... I, if anything, I pushed back. I was the opposite of that. Um, hmm. The only time I would ever kind of be questioned about playing too much and that kind of thing was if I was... Like, obviously, I used to have a bedtime. Like, I used to have like, a curfew and all this kind of things when I was younger. Um, and I'd obviously stay up and play past that because um, I wanted to. And I'd be told off for that um, and disciplined. So that was one of the only kind of um, confrontation points about gaming. And then obviously when I got older and I didn't really have curfews anything anymore, I could do what I wanted. I would still be told, you're playing too late, you're staying up too late, you're not going to have enough sleep. And I'm like, mm. I'm fine, leave us alone, I just want to do this. Like, <laughs> How old are you now in the t on the timeline? Where are you? I'm 26 now. No, um, no, no, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, when the time that you're talking about, uh, the things I you're think, talking about. I think I had curfews and like bedtimes up and like I feel like it was quite late. I used to have it up until um my early teens. I would still be told you have to be in the house at this time. You you should probably be shutting things down and trying to get some sleep at this time. And um I think I didn't really have the freedom that I have now until I was uh later teens, maybe sixteen. I w I was still told you have to be in at this time and and you have to be shutting things down at this time. And in a way, I do get that because that's just respectful. It's not my house. It's um, it's mm. not my place overall, although it is, it's family and it's my parents, obviously. I've still got to be respectful of them. They have jobs to go to. They have X, Y, and Z to get through in the day. And obviously, they don't want me keeping them up all night with uh, loud noises and, and if I'm talking to friends and whatnot. So Destroying um, equipment, raging over tech and yeah that happened a lot actually destroying equipment so uh, that uh, happened a lot later in life though i started um breaking controllers um, when, when did you TV start once. breaking controllers what, what was it tekken that started <laughs> um was it tekken no it wasn't actually it wasn't tekken that started breaking controllers it was uh halo 3 uh, and gears of war 1 when i used to play online with my friends um and i used to get very game ragey over those and the occasional controller was thrown across the room and bounced off a tv screen or two do you feel do you feel like raging is all because of your competitiveness or are you a bad loser or what like a, um, <laughs> what is it competitiveness yeah i don't i don't suppose i'm a bad loser but competitiveness yeah especially when i think that no um, one thinks they're was... a bad loser, by the way. No one will ever <laughs> admit to being a bad loser. I never met a bad loser that admits they're If bad I loser. lose in a fair way, if it's fair, you <laughs> can't say problem. anything about it, can you? You can't it, argue it. But It's always I'm an argument some... why it's not fair. That's, <laughs> why, that's where the bad losers always gets me. They always have an excuse. Okay, okay, you are not a bad loser. I buy it. It's okay. I, I, I... Thank you. So you're not a bit, it's more like the competitiveness you say like wait so yeah, when you definitely. when were people cheating or how when did you lose unfairly like and what caused you to rage then or like was it or was it just you know when you they were lucky maybe like and they were winning um, over you because of kind of typical situations yeah definitely if it was lucky situations um if i had some sort of hardware issues or connection issues any of that stuff used to yeah. make me rage I yeah, um, I, I just easily. want to. I just want to know how much did you break and how much what did it cost? <laughs> oh man, I can't tell you how much I broke. Honestly, I've lost track. I've um, <laughs> I've broken a TV. I've broken Ooh. numerous consoles. I've broken wow. way more controllers than I can ever keep count of. Um, <laughs> I've broken keyboards and phones. Um, I used to have really really bad game rage. 
Wow. Um, I just couldn't help it. I really couldn't. I, it, the way it vent, the way that I wasn't happy with the way a certain situation would go down would just be like throwing something. And then I would be fine. That would be it. But then I'd look and think, oh, no, I've broke whatever that is. Like Now I need to replace it. Great. You know, you can just have, you know, one of these like squishy balls. Or something. <laughs> they, that's not the same. It's not as satisfying. It, it doesn't quench the doesn't, anger quite as much as just. It doesn't break. blow into <laughs> millions of pieces and make a big. Yeah. Uh, did anyone react to your, these, like, did anyone have a discussion with you talking about this? Um, what is going yeah. on, Elysium? <laughs> Why is this Friends happening? found it funny initially. And then we're oh, just like, yeah, no. you, your game age is a joke. Like, this is something else. You need to sort this out. And then naturally, family were instantly just like, you need to stop this now. This is just a game. I was like, it's not just a game, right? <laughs> yeah. This is. This is something I spend a lot of time on, so it's clearly not just anything. It's something it's that I care about. I'm passionate and about. So. Death, people. Exactly. Life if it death. doesn't go well for me, I'm not going to be happy about it. It's the same as the, like, it's the same as like sport. If if any of my family were not happy about a certain sport, they would vent by shouting or mm. being down for a little bit of the day or anything like that. It, it would be the same for me, but nobody ever kind of. It's all the same like, view sports you mean like uh exercising sports or watching sports competitive sports so like football is the best example um a lot of my family members used to watch and support and still do football uh so if something didn't go their way they would be very vocal about this it is, the same way that is, i would be with games oh, this is how hooligans are born people this <laughs> is <laughs> where it starts it started with like competitiveness and then you you're being normalized in your family as a thing that this is how we do it this is how we handle <laughs> yeah. comp competitions and then it's okay suddenly it's okay to break a vase it's okay to kick a couch over <laughs> i'm just kidding no i'm just kidding no nobody ever seemed to have um my kind of reactions to not being happy at things i was a, an extreme case but i definitely did have a lot of um competitive figures in my family that okay cool kind of brought that out naturally it's nice it's kind of like well it's the teenager teenage elysium growing up and you know raging he's rebelling <laughs> against the world he's like finding his identity and uh, uh are you still raging though that's what i want um i would say yes but, oh, okay. uh, nowhere near to the extent that i used to um I don't throw things off walls or anything anymore. So mm. Put it that way. You so haven't lot, found um, like it, you haven't replaced it with something else. I'm, I'm re no. I can't afford to replace things anymore. No, That's I mean like problem. like if a squishy ball. Like you didn't uh, get. They, I'll never have one of those. They no. just don't do it. Yeah, I can't. If I get really angry to the point where I like I have to physically manifest it, I can't just sit there and squish something. It's just, it's I, not I, as satisfying. It doesn't to, quite cover it. You're supposed to. Throw it into the wall. Yeah, you know, how the about impact punch, is the part. Yeah, punching bag, impact. hitting a big punching bag, like go. I have a big punching bag, but I'd have to go outside and into the garage. That would be great if you could bring your. Um, if you're streaming and then you're raging <laughs> and then, okay, guys, this is it. This is it. <laughs> We're going to the punching bag. You, you pick up the <laughs> webcam and we follow you there, and you have ah, Dragon Balls. <laughs> See, then it's killing it. It could be great content, what I'm saying, but you need to find a productive way to, you know, deliver it. You know, I like would a, love to do that, but I, I wouldn't be able to do that in the room that I'm currently streaming in. Okay, so have you, uh, what, what is your rage like when you're streaming? Is it a thing um, or is it non-existent? I'm when I'm offline. I'm very conscious of it. It's, um, 
Uh, getting angry at something can be funny. It can be comical, right? Yeah. Um, I get that. And there are obviously times where I've naturally let a little bit of rage slip through and you can clearly tell on my face I'm not happy about something, but I'm still very conscious of it. It's not. It wouldn't be fair to to go to the, the levels that I would normally get to. So I have to calm it down a lot. If there's something that I'm not happy about, it's like, okay, that's happened. Just deal with it. Just turn it around. Use that as a comical moment. Use that as something that can be um, valuable content as opposed to just someone sitting in a chair moaning about something that it, it that you could have probably got around. You could have, you, you've got opportunities there. You don't have to just let it get to you and, and turn everything negative. I've, I'm, try, I'm trying to be very conscious of um, turning everything into a positive situation. I think you really mentioned the key, key word here, conscious. Like you become conscious of uh, much more self-aware when you're streaming yeah. because there's a, yeah. there's a live, a live web, like a webcam filled yeah. you and and you're like you become aware more aware of what you're saying what you're doing like what you, you yeah. think about like how am i uh, like how am i uh, what do i look like what do i sound like you become more aware yeah, of that exactly. so it's naturally the impression you're giving off i don't want to be yeah. giving off the image that it's okay to be super ragey and shouting at people and and cussing at people and breaking things and everything that's not what i want to do that's not what i'm about so i've i've got to tame that down a little bit so we are like we we discussed the, the early years of gaming, not for too long, but yeah, okay. We 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 covered yeah. a little bit of that, and we covered. <laughs> I'm calling it the teenage uh, teenage rebellion years, but this <laughs> gaming years, but that's maybe not appropriate <laughs> either. Uh, and where are we on the timeline now? Did anything? significant happen in your gaming life between like from when you were 18 like up until now that we you we need to address i wouldn't know what to question you like what would the question be i'm not really sure but like did like if you look now like obviously your your gaming has like changed probably a little bit again is it different now gaming is different now your relationship um... to gaming uh, and uh, let's try to, um, you know, breach, no, no, like, uh, what do you call, fill the gap from, from your, ah, like, okay. eight, from when you're 18 up until now. Yeah. Um, well, I guess like it's, the main turning point would be I started, I started gathering like a big um, friendship group around games that I probably would not have um, been a part of otherwise. Um, to the point where I used to go and hang around with the same people every week and we'd organize days to go and hang out together, um, all gaming. It doesn't matter whether we were in the house playing on consoles, it doesn't matter whether we were playing uh, physical board games or card games or if we were out and about walking around somewhere um, playing on phone games or anything like that. Um, there were definitely a lot of groups that I don't think I would have been a part of without gaming. Um, I even met my girlfriend through that actually um we knew each other through college and everything but i would not have been a part of like her little friendship group if it wasn't for games and having a common interest in something like that um and i don't think we would have been together today if we didn't all play the same kind of things because a lot of our time is just taken up by that we naturally just oh, we want to do this um and i do have a bunch of friendships that i don't think i would have had otherwise through gaming either um i still keep in contact with people even though they live far away from me now um some of them actually live in different countries that i met in person through having a common interest of a game and i still keep in touch with them today um i don't think that would have been the case otherwise 
Um, I can't imagine what I would have been doing if I wasn't gaming. It's taken up a lot of my life, a lot of my time, um, especially school years as well. I used to come home and all I wanted to do was I want to play a couple of hours of this game before I do anything. Or um, when I get back from football training or when I get back from having to do this, that or the other or homework, I want to do this. This is what I've got to do. Um, and naturally, um, one of my best friends, we used to have a little competitive streak with each other, even mm. on single player games. You can't play with each other. But we were always trying to, we were always trying to progress that little bit further than the other, the other. So I'd get home and I'm like, right, I have to get on this like now. I have to do all of my chores. I have to get everything out of the way that I have to do. So I have more time on this game. And then tomorrow when I go and see him, I'm just like, I've done this. This is how far I am. Look at, look at this. And then he would always come and do the same thing. We'd have this look on our faces. He was excited. <laughs> I've got this far and I've done this and I've acquired these items. And that. So that was always fun. And, um, I used to hang out with him pretty much every day, so that was that was fun part of that. Just from listening, um, I can tell that gaming really means uh, something to you, like much more than just you know having fun a little bit like a hobby. But it's oh, like yeah. it's it's like becomes like a much bigger thing. And you talk a lot about the social life surrounding gaming yeah. and the friends you made, the girlfriends you made. No, the girlfriend you made and uh, <laughs> yeah. just you know um all the the kind of things that is um spawned around it uh, which is great to hear it's like a happy a happy g- gaming life what a happy gaming yeah. life and um um i'm i am curious if you feel you want to tell us about like uh, the romantic story of how you and you finally uh, mustered up the courage to uh, approach this girl that you've been gaming with for months and years, maybe. Uh, and like, how did that, how did that develop? <laughs> well, come on, we want to hear You see it. how he sneaks this in? He sneaks <laughs> this in without letting me know. Oh man. Um, you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, briefly, just a little bit. Right, yeah, well, me and Beth used to hang out um, a lot through school anyway. Um, then... She had a bunch of friends that knew my bunch of friends that all wanted to hang out. And so we naturally just hung out with each other for a long time. We we're all playing games together anyway. Um, we went on um, like short holidays together and stuff like that. We're all within the country, though. We never kind of done anything extensive. Um, and it was all game related. We always kind of thought, right, do you guys want to hang out this weekend? Do you want to hang out on this day? Are we free then? To And it was always centered around, do you want to do this activity? Do you want to play this game or whatever? Um, and obviously that's not all we did. We used to kind of go out and hang out with each other and, um, and kind of just like watch movies. We'd even just sit down and just talk and catch up if we hadn't saw each other for a long time. So everything just kind of naturally progressed from there. Um, the point is though, it all started from the game. And so that's the cool part of that. When, when, okay. Okay. I should stop. Uh, (laughs) okay. Thank you. Share a little bit more. Okay. (laughs) Depends what you were going to ask. Uh, obviously, I'm not supposed to dig any more in this and uh, <laughs> any more stuff about this. Um, let's see. I'm just gonna check something. Okay, so that I feel like brings us up to uh, up to speed with like uh, up to today to current events. Uh, yeah. your current situation, your current gaming life, your current occupation with the uh, streaming. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm really curious about to hear 
more about how you started streaming and uh, and one question before that like uh, if you can it kind of to sum up things about gaming uh, what because you you talked about it like but what what is what is gaming what does it how do you how do you ask this what does it mean to you what does gaming mean to you how much like how how important is gaming to you oh man that's really hard to explain that one how important it is to me i mean i play games pretty much every day um and it doesn't matter what kind of platform i'm playing on i'm always doing something it's it's a way to chill out and have fun um i also feel like it's a way of getting a sense of achievement because i've completed something i'm i'm progressing in something um it's obviously also a sense of competitiveness and um obviously winning if you're in some sort of competitive situation is also great it's obviously great um there's, there's all of those things but it's also because i do a lot of I'm, I'm involving a lot of other hobbies now as well so i i need to take a break every now and again from those things and gaming is one of the the uh, ways i can take a break and take my mind off something um especially if i'm stressed uh, work related incidents where i'm stressed out for example if i get home and i'm in a bit of a bad mood because i've been like wound up all day at work um especially how i used to work in desk jobs anyway so um that was quite stressful i'd come home and then just just playing a game just putting a game on and just forgetting about everything else mm. that was way easier to, to calm down on and i could just focus on what's going on in the game um it didn't always have to be games of course i could have picked up a guitar and just played a guitar and that would that would do the same thing but the point is i had to be in a certain mindset so if i'd been playing guitar for like four days straight and doing nothing else and and i was stressed out and i'm just like you know what i don't want to play guitar i can't be bothered with this it's uh that's all i've been doing i'll put a game on or i'll watch a film or i'll go out and hang out with a friend or something um it's a difficult it's definitely important for a yeah. lot of aspects it's really hard yeah. to pinpoint it yeah 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 that's what, it's it's really difficult to pinpoint what the core uh, like what gaming means to you like uh, and and you mentioned a lot of um a lot of things and you also you mentioned them before as well like it has uh, like uh, the, the social life aspect of it yeah. like uh, friends uh, and yeah. uh, now you also mentioned how games can help you deal with like uh, a stress things like yeah. stress that comes from uh, yeah. just life in general throws at you uh, yeah. okay tell me about your stream and tell me tell me well yeah now you get to tell the origin story um the how did it all i <laughs> did it start um i well i've been a, a viewer just a viewer on twitch for a lot of years now um i was brought there through um a love of destiny um mainly um i used to watch a lot of youtube videos on certain destiny related content and i come across somebody called real crafty um he's a uh, streamer here on twitch he's quite a successful streamer he's yes. really good and he's really funny um i come across his videos and i was just like this guy's crazy at this game what's going on um I, I need to see more i want to play like this guy he's he's just better than me at this game i have to be able to learn how he does this that and the other um then i learned that he was streaming and i was like okay what's this about so naturally i came over to twitch because that was the platform he was on um i found a handful of other streamers in a handful of other games that i liked through there and i was like okay this is a really cool platform this has taken over watching tv for me now yeah. like i if i would was to ever watch 
TV or a series or something, it started slowly becoming the point where I'd sit down and I'd put Twitch on and I wasn't even realizing that's what I was doing. I was just watching people stream. Um, and then I'd introduce my friends to that and they were saying, like, okay, this is cool as well. I like watching this with you. I like, I like doing the same thing. They would find different people and we'd all say like, oh, watch this guy and watch this person. This is really fun. This is entertaining. Um, that went on for a number of years and it got to the point where I'm always playing games with friends. They would, they would eventually say like, you need to do this. You, you do that anyway. We're playing with you and you're always really emotive and you're animated and you're, you're making stupid noises and you're making stupid faces. And that's just naturally you. You're energetic when you're playing games. Um, I calm down a bit when I'm not playing games, but when I am, I get very into it and I can't always help it. I just, I, I like playing games and especially if I'm really excited about something, I'll be really animated about it and vocal. Um, so I, I started contemplating the idea of streaming, but I wasn't always uh, confident in myself. Um, I wasn't always confident in being in front of a camera either or talking, for example. I, I was never confident in my ability to just talk to people, especially random people. Um, the internet can sometimes be a bit of a, a shitty place to be able to converse with people. There's, there's a lot of idiots out there we'll, we'll leave it at that um and naturally through the competitive side of my game and i, I did used to come across a lot of these people so i was like I, d I don't know how i'm gonna go about streaming what if i get angry and i like kick off at someone randomly um mm. or what if i just don't have fun people are not gonna watch they're not gonna find me entertaining just some idiot making stupid noises and faces um so it went on for a lot of years before i finally decided, you know what, I'll test this out. So I tested it out with um, console streaming, just directly through that. Um, oh. And it went quite well. A few people who, actually a few people who really know me stopped by, and then a few people who recognized my online name, they also stopped by from oh. like other places that I'd been, other sites, other streams. And I was like, oh, wow, like, that's really cool. Thank you for like, coming over and checking me out. And how do you like it? Do you And I developed like a natural kind of... Um, viewer based playing with uh, viewers game style and um i don't think i started to take anything seriously and think right this is something i want to do i'm having a lot of fun until um april maybe this year i decided right i'm going to do this properly I, i've enjoyed the random handful of streams that i've done through console um i want to make a brand for myself here um i'm having a lot of fun i want to make it more entertaining for people i want them to have as much fun as i am yeah. And then I've kind of felt more of a responsibility as well. I've, I have to make this valuable. I need, I want valuable content at all times. It has to be high quality. And if that's not the case, I'm not happy. So if I'm not happy, I can't imagine viewers are going to be happy. So that's, that's kind of the way I've went about that. Um, the concepts of everything actually came from my music side of things. Oh, um, I was always really interested in Greek mythology. Um, so the way that I've usually written songs um, or recorded things with my band, um, it used to always have um, some sort of theme about it. It would it would have like you would base it off an event or um, some historical event um, or meaning or word phrase anything. I'd always base it off a theme. I'd try to match music to a theme, or I'd hear, I'd hear the theme first and then think, I need to write something based on that. This is really fascinating. I find this really cool. Hmm. So Elysium actually comes from Greek mythology. Um, ah. Not the way I spell it. Um, Elysium is a plane. It's a, a physical place. Um, it was reserved for 
um, gods, basically. It was reserved for, for gods who were invited from higher gods. Um, then it became heroes. Heroes were then invited into it. Um, there's, there's a long um, hmm. explanation of it. I got fascinated in trying to come up with concepts of places as not only my name and brand for my music, but also all of my song names. They would have to be places. So that was kind of the way I, I went about that. Um, and just before I started streaming, I thought I would make um, edited videos first. So mainly for the likes of YouTube, that kind of content. Um, and this is where my girlfriend plays into it. Her name is Elizabeth and my name's Liam. And because I was so obsessed with all this Greek mythology and we were both going to do this together, I kind of fleshed out the idea of Elysium being ah. spelled the way it is now with Elizabeth and Liam. Elizabeth and it is now Elysium. Is it's part of your actual the streaming name. Okay. Yep. Um, now, obviously, not through just like the natural way things progressed, it, it became apparent that it was going to be way easier and just better and more productive for us if we had our own separate things and we were doing things. So I've still got the Elysium brand because I've, I've taken that from my own music and I came up with all the concepts anyway. Um, but I like the idea that um, we both had a little part in that, even in the name itself. So that's where the name comes from. Um, and that's why I've taken things a bit more seriously. I'm trying to build a brand around what I'm doing right now. Wow. I didn't have to uh, ask you any, like, uh, come in, uh, interrupt you with any questions. I'll help you along. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Are you? What? Um, I, uh, so, okay. What makes your stream different from other streams? What makes it unique? What what makes it? What would you think? What do you think your viewers experience differently on your stream that they might not experience on other streams? Like, is there something um, that you do or something that you have? That's hard. Um, there are that many people on the platform, and not only this platform. There are there are a handful of others, and there are equally as as many people on those. You're going to get um, the same generic answers no matter who you go to. Um, I feel with my stream. Uh, well, I don't want the generic answers. I want the yeah, concrete, you're not like, yeah, I want the, like, the I feel concrete. Like the... the generic things are I like being interactive with people. Right. That's the main part of it. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't have fun with other people, whether it was one, two, or 200 people in there watching, talking, whatever it would be. Um, that's always really fun because that's naturally how I play games anyway. I like to interact with people. Um, the main part of it's probably how goofy I am. Um, the simplistic comedy of things. I, I don't try to come out with comedic lines or anything on purpose. It just naturally happens. Mm. And they're not necessarily intelligent lines. Um, I don't have smart comedy. They have to break down. Um, a lot of it is just being how emotive I am or a certain stupid noise that I happen to make. And it's just natural. That's just how I go about playing games. It's how I go about interacting with people. That's probably the main part of it. Um, I feel like I can pick up any kind of game or um, creative process that is brought at me anyway. So no matter what I'd be doing on stream, I know that eventually I can build myself up to a quality level of that. So if it would be a game that I've never played before, I know I can get good at that. If, mm. I, if I like the game initially and I enjoy it, I know I can get good at it. I can progress and play better. Um, 
Okay, and with okay, football okay. as well, I know if I was to sit down, I can progress with that. So it's yeah, I think it's the progression and the um, the goofy comedy. I I I said I didn't want a generic answer, but I realized it it is a really tough question. Like uh, and <laughs> but what you're talking about is actually you know you're saying something that I I think a lot of streamers would also answer similar. Like as like I you say what I'm hearing is that you're saying. I'm bringing my personality and yeah. a lot of people can say that, but it means something different for every streamer, every single one, every yeah. single one brings their own unique personality. And of course, <laughs> that is something that your viewers can't find anywhere else, except if someone oh, okay. is trying to copy, <laughs> copy <laughs> you, which would probably turn out like a bad copy, you know, no, um, I'll find you. <laughs> we'll find you and we will uh, report you yeah that's, we'll do something right well not nothing specific, <laughs> nothing yeah, specific. Uh, scary scary <laughs> and um like okay so okay yeah that was, it was a good answer i was kind of curious like i wanted to talk about like practical stuff like things you implement on your stream like for example i'm yeah. gonna wait like you're when, when you get when you get bits oh yeah for example <laughs> it's very it's a detail maybe like it's a small thing but yeah. people when they think about you they actually think about that thing can you explain what it is and yeah. what you they've grasped onto that one um and, and i quite like you, that is it possible to do it now uh i can thank you for bits Hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, yeah. How did that come yeah, about? I, like, I, have, get... I have my voice mod active all the time. Every time I'm streaming, the the mod side of things is always there. Um, but I never initially thought that that's how I wanted to do things. Um, that naturally happened because I happened to cast different voices and kind of emote in a lot of weird ways. So. When people were following, for example, I used to put on a really, really deep voice and thank them in that way. And then certain things would happen. I'd put on stupid high voices and I'd imitate characters. So that was kind of a natural thing. Um, and then it got to the point where I was like, this isn't impactful enough. I want to thank someone where they, they feel it and it's all genuine. And me trying to imitate a certain voice style is not quite cutting it. I want something that's just better than that. Um mm. So I found I found a little piece of software, a voice mod software that I can tweak around with my own voice a bit. Um, so that's what I've done. I've created a handful of little sounds and I use three main ones, although I do have probably 30, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. 30 or 40 plus so, uh, sounds that I would like to use. I do main three. I use three main ones, sorry. So I tend to keep one for followers. I tend to keep one for the bits. Um, which you've just heard and I keep another one for subscriptions because I want to make it more impactful than just my raw voice could make it like I want to thank somebody um yeah in like a special kind of way I don't just want it to be all right thanks and then move on it's not that at all it's it's a genuine thank you very much I really do appreciate every kind of support no matter how little or how how big it is in wh whatever kind of way it is uh, and I wanted the thank you to be um more of a personal touch and that was the way that i found that and i bring it up because it's that's nice that's good stuff anything that you can use like to make to to give your viewers a personal experience that they are <laughs> special or like that you're actually you, that you care about you know yeah. 
be showing yeah, them exactly, that yeah. you're grateful uh yeah. and that's exactly like you you did something beyond just oh thank you <laughs> or <laughs> not even some people yeah. not even recognize it um and um I was going to say something else. Yeah, and also there are so many streamers out there. And that's why I asked yeah. you this question. There's so many people out there. What 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 makes your stream different? That's where I started it off and uh, yeah. wanted to talk about it because how do you differentiate differentiate <laughs> uh, yourself yeah, right. from all the other streamers out there? And you know, coming up with these small things. Yeah. It's the I personal touches. It's it's more the small they, things than the large things. I, I think feel. it accum accumulates to to you yeah. know you, you you refine it and you develop it and and then you you'll have your own niche. You'll create your own yeah. niche and your own brand in the end. Uh, but it, it comes all the way right down to even the way I greet people. Um, I didn't realize I was doing this at first, but I always start off with hello, hello. And it's oh, always yeah. with like a little peace sign held up like that. So that's ah. where my emote comes from. The tier one emote, the Elysia. Hey, is it's always hello, hello and welcome in and buds. You picked up on that one. I always yeah. call people buds because everyone who comes in is a friend, but I don't know why buds was the word that I come. That's just another natural thing. So it's, it's more the little things I feel than um, any major change to the style or, or the image that you've you've got on stream. The quality is obviously important and you need to bring up the quality yeah. to a certain standard before like uh, for more people to be attracted to your stream, I feel like, but you can only push your quality so far. It comes to like a certain yeah. limit where it's like, well, I don't actually need to watch your stream in 4K, 144 hertz. Yeah. It's not necessary. <laughs> There's only so far I feel I can go before it becomes a gimmick and I, do, I don't want it to be a gimmick. I only want to increase things um, the way how I feel it should be. If I if I don't feel I need anything, I'm I'm not going to bother with that. Okay. Um, if somebody asks for something, I could potentially look into it. Um, but that's not kind of it's not really the way that I want to go about things. So as and when I need something is is generally when I'll I'll look into it. Perfect. <laughs> just ending it like I don't know. It sounds like it's such a okay. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um what 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 do you do on your stream what do you play what, what is your stream about as well i want to know like more about like uh, what your stream is about more like n more i guess abstract <laughs> yeah but also concrete like concrete what what do you do what is the content um, uh, of your stream well I, actually i i didn't want to start with games when i started streaming i wanted to start with um writing and recording sessions for my music and more specifically oh. the band that I'm currently in. Um, Plug it. And that would be because we, I've, I don't know how we've been this lucky, but the style of music that we play and the musicians that are within the genre of the music that we play, we've managed to acquire a large number of these really high level, well-known popular musicians, people that have millions and millions of followers. Um, People who actually make a living from their music and they do very well wow. with um, their music. We've somehow acquired these people to guest in our songs, whether it would be guest vocals, guest riffs, um, guest solos. Wow. We have um, a drummer as well on there. Uh, a handful of these artists have actually, we've flown them over to here, um, paid musician fees and all that kind of thing. Um, so they can shoot music videos with us as well. So we have music videos, but we just haven't released anything yet. Um, What's the name of your band? Through. It's Zen. Um, pronounced Z-E-N, but it's 
spelled D-Z-Y-E-N. Um, okay. <laughs> that's hard to explain, but it, it's that is kind of a Buddhist term. Um, it comes from um, like a mindset, like a, a, a tranquil mindset. It's, it's hard to explain that one. Um, is... But yeah, it's, I wanted to start with that, but yeah. I wasn't really capable of doing so. Um, due to a lot of issues and setbacks and stuff, all of my equipment is now with the band because uh, they need it to record. Um, and they've kind of lost their equipment. Um, our producer kind of he wasn't able to finish anything um without my equipment so i was like look use it we need to get this done so i don't have anything with me other than actual guitars now um in the room in in the house so i can't stream anything writing or recording wise you wouldn't be able to hear anything properly unless it was literally raw guitar through the mic not directly through the pc so that's where the game side of it came through now the games i started with destiny um because i used to be quite a competitive destiny player um i was quite good at that game i used to carry people through trials of osiris if you you've heard of that um so i used to actually do carries and take people to the lighthouse who weren't usually capable of doing that and that's the level that i was at and i used to enjoy that um and then i felt like destiny went downhill and i started trying a bunch of other things on stream um, I've always naturally liked Guitar Hero and Clone Hero, so that's where that one came from. Um, I was suggested Warframe by a friend, um, mm. and I had picked that game up before for all of five minutes um, a handful of years ago. I don't know why. I downloaded it. I looked at it. I was like, yeah, this game looks like something I should play, and then put it down, and I never really come back to it. I had other things that I was doing at the time, and I kind of forgot. Um, but Warframe's kind of become the staple on stream now. That's that's what I like about that. It's um, you can play that game the way you want to. Um, you can play it fast. You can play it slow. You can fight the way you want to with lots of different weapons. There's lots of different variations of things. You can um, you can change up the cosmetic look of of each frame that you have. Um, there is a lot of progression, a lot of grinding. There's always something new to do, and that's what I like in stream. I like there's something to acquire. There's something to chase. Everyone can be a part of it. You can all join in. We can play it together. We can all chase this one thing together help each other out um, and that's the main part of of what i've built the stream right now is that that's what i like and it's all centered around warframe right now i noticed that you when you stream and you play warframe you are almost always either playing with like viewers or uh, yeah. and or talking to them like uh, in discord oh yeah uh, yeah so, definitely so there's like always almost always like the sense of a a, a group of friends uh playing together uh, doing something together and having fun. Uh, how important is yeah. that aspect of like, do you need a game like that? Or like, could you play just a single player game all the time and still like, or is it important um, to you to maintain like that sense of uh, doing it, playing together, um, having a game where people can participate and, and you know, yeah. play together? No, that, that is definitely important to me. Yeah. Um, the whole point is people, the people who I see regularly um, and they keep coming back to stream, um, I want to be able to give back for them the way that they're supporting me just by being there, just by watching. I hope it's entertaining. If they get a bit more entertainment from being able to play with me, great. Hop in. Like, we have, you can find all my in-game names anywhere. You can just simply ask. I'll add you. We can play whatever it is. At the same time, though, if I wanted to play a single-player game, I feel like I could. 
Um, and I can still talk to people just as much and we can have just as much fun. Um, I think the way it's progressed is I just naturally feel like playing with other people has been more fun for me. Mm. Um, so without really thinking about it, without being selfish, that's just kind of the route that I went down and other people obviously seem to like that as well. And I hope they have fun doing that. So I obviously hope that continues. Um, we did dabble in a little bit of Hellblade, um, which oh. I was gifted from um, one of my IRL friends. Um, so that was very cool. I hadn't played that in a long time. I've, I've, had the, I've been sitting on that one for months and months. Um, I felt really bad and I was like, I have to play this game. Everyone's telling us it's really good. Wait, is and, it um, the new one, Senua's Hellblade? What's it called? Yeah. yeah. Senua's Sacrifice? Is it Sacrifice? I think it's something like that. Oh, um, okay. I, I can't quite remember oh, yeah, the title, okay. but yeah, Hellblade. <laughs> so I started that one, and that that was well received actually. Um, people who usually come to play Warframe with me or mm. request Clone Hero songs were right there for Hellblade, and they found it just as interesting as what I did. Um, I had a lot of fun with that, um, and it was a different vibe. Obviously, it was a slow paced game. It was um, kind of dark and creepy. I had to pay a lot more attention to the game, um, and especially mm. the atmosphere. So there was no music in the background. Um, you had to take a lot in and absorb it. Um, so that was quite a cool thing to go through with viewers as well. It was more like a journey and, and they can go through it with me at the exact same time. And I don't play that game off stream. Um, I haven't progressed anymore. I don't want to um, until I have a chance to stream it again because then everyone can pick up exactly where we left off and nobody is left out. Cool. So it sounds like you're. it's a community-focused um, stream. Uh, surely yeah. Yeah, all streams are in a in a sense like there's no but you, you actually care yeah. about the personal connection and playing oh, yeah. with people and having fun together and yeah. it's cool when you know you play a game and you maybe you've been playing it for a while and then you switch and you you notice people are still showing up showing support yeah. and so it's not um and some people may did, did you ever like notice people leave because of you changing games or you um, changing something or not really, uh, I never, I mean I never, I don't keep tabs on people so I didn't really notice like you such don't hunt them down left. you don't track them um, down <laughs> I put, how dare you leave me put, put trackers oh, on them it was nothing like that um so I mean viewership numbers when I finish stream and I end up reflect on what I was doing and could I have improved in this area could I have taken that opportunity and and took a different path with that. Um, I do notice that there's some fluctuation in viewships. Sometimes it's it's up depending on certain games and sometimes it's down depending on certain games. And that's fine. I mean, people can do what they want. If they don't like it, I don't expect you to stay there and just kind of put up with it. Um, if you have something else you want to do, by all means, go do that. Um, I, I'm do you ever feel there like, as entertainment you know, for people, not, not the other way around. It's not like um, hmm. I feel like people have to be here and, and help me out. Um, I would be doing exactly the same if I wasn't streaming anyway. So I want to share that with people. And if mm. we can have fun and meet new people and create friends and have little connections through that, then excellent. That's brilliant. That's more than really what I ever expected of it. Um, and I mean, I right now I still I have little insider jokes with um a handful of different people that come to my stream that I would never have met if I yeah. wasn't streaming. Yeah. Is there like uh, you never? Let's see. So you never feel like um, you like need to play. You, nah, that's what you're saying. You never feel like you need to play a certain no. game uh, 
No. Uh, it's like, that's not... The, uh, and why is that? How important is numbers to you? Like, is that not important at all then? Uh, like, your um, viewers, the, the, um, the, like, the cold mathematical amount of viewers. Yeah, like keeping <laughs> like one eye on the figure. Or uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's not like I don't big, care. It, it's not like that at all. No, but, um, uh, so let's talk about it. But that's okay. I feel like also, like, uh, all streamers go through like this like yeah. they have to find the balance between how much to focus on numbers yeah you kind of yeah. have to develop a relationship to numbers if you oh, haven't you do, you before do, you do. well we all did in math in school but that's you've, usually you've got very... to pick and choose when you um when you really pay attention to it um like i said with me being a viewer on twitch for a number of years mm. um i've watched a lot of high level streamers and i've watched a lot of lower level streamers i would not to be disrespectful to people um i've watched people who are just starting out um and kind of growing and then i've saw them progress and they've realized what works what doesn't work and how they can improve themselves i've also saw friends stream um mm. and i just pick little things up here and there and i've kind of developed like almost an etiquette of twitch um so i i knew right off the bat it would be boring for people if I done X, Y, and Z. I don't want it to be that. Otherwise, what's the point? It shouldn't. I shouldn't really go live. I want it to be entertaining, and I want it to just be myself all the time. If I'm having to force something that I'm not enjoying, then like, people are going to pick up on that, and they're going to be like, "Well, if you're not enjoying it, why are you doing it?" And then mm. I'll be like, "Well, yeah, I don't have an answer for that. So, if I can be myself, great. That's exactly what I want to do. So, playing whatever game I want is exactly the way to do that." Um, Obviously, I have noticed numbers dipping or improving depending on what I'm doing, but um, it's not like I don't care. It's just I, I never feel like I have to play a certain game or I have to do certain activities um, to progress or to grow. Um, I feel like I'm just I'm doing that anyway naturally, and I want to do it all at my own pace. I don't want to nice. force anything to happen. I don't want to think if I play this game... I'm going to shoot up in numbers. I'm going to mm. gain all these people and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to do that. I just want natural progression. I don't want to ever have to feel like I'm not prepared for a certain situation or I'm not capable. Uh, I want I want the experience of that. So I want to naturally grow as a person, not only the channel. And then we're ready for more people. We're ready for more viewers and, and crazy chat and trolls especially. And I want the experience more than anything. So... That's how I view the numbers. Um, another thing would be, I, I've never felt like I've been great at giving advice to people, but I'm really good at listening to people. So I've had a handful of people come and say, like, I'm feeling a bit down about my stream. Hmm. Um, the numbers aren't good. I played something else and people have gone away and now I've went back to the game that was doing well. And the people haven't come back straight away and I've had to push again and it feels like I'm taking one step forward and two steps back. Right. Um, and I've... I've almost kind of developed a natural response to all of that and I've give people advice anyway and I don't worry about it and I could get into all that. Um, <laughs> but I've ended up giving advice without really meaning to um, and they seem to do fine now. They've, a lot of them have actually taken that on board. They're doing all the things that I kind of suggested and I was like, look, don't worry. Don't ever stress over things. Don't keep an eye on that number all the time. Turn it off. Don't look at what your viewership is. Just stream the way you would want to. If there's somebody there to communicate to, great. And just act like that all the time. Don't 
falsify anything to try and gain viewers or anything. It's not going to be a natural stream. It's not going to be organic. You're not going to have as much fun. And at the end of the day, you are going to be absolutely shattered. You're going to drain yourself because you're doing something that isn't naturally you. Now, people can obviously play a character and you can have a persona on stream. That's excellent, but that's still a part of you. You've created this and you can run with that and it's fine. It's natural. It's not like you're forcing it to happen. Like If you were to flip the switch off stream, you are literally completely the opposite person when you walk away to people and if you were to meet them in person they would expect something and it's just not that and then that would turn people down that there would be a disappointment there and then i feel like i would be disappointed at the same time so it's all it's all about trying to be natural trying to be slow and steady and pick up things don't worry about trying to get there tomorrow it's not going to happen so don't worry about it you just do what you can um and if anything, just turn the number off. Don't look at it. Don't look at it ever. Be yourself on stream at all times. The way I go about it, that's the way I've been advising people about it. Um, they seem to be doing well, and I, I have fun all the time. So it obviously works for me. Beautiful answer. <laughs> that was great. That was a great. Yeah, it was a great. It covered your kind of... Did this... Did you like so now you 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 have this really relaxed way of and and like a sensible relationship to numbers where you <laughs> want to grow you don't want yeah. to push and be and fake no. yourself in no. order to push to grow numbers uh, because that's yeah. not just just not how you want to grow and it's it's going to end up making you like stressed and doing like streaming not the way you want yeah. to and not being you answering okay and that's that's really great stuff and um and uh yeah it was really good and you 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 know you said you had friends that were streamer that came like just, yeah. or just streamers coming to your stream and you gave them this advice or these yeah kind of stuff like both. This. yeah people who i've yeah. met through streaming who I, I don't know in real life and on the other hand people i do know in real life who decided they wanted to try it out as well and uh, did you ever did you ever stress about numbers or have like or felt down like um, or like felt like it was a struggle streaming has it ever been yes. like a, a valley <laughs> uh, moment I have actually yeah it hasn't been uh viewer based or number based though it was more it was more of my own mood and mindset before going live and i couldn't shake it off and i couldn't snap out of it and i thought you know what if i'm sitting here like with a, a smacked face on and, I, and I'm, I'm not happy or something's annoyed us and I can't quite just forget about it even after putting the game on or chilling with some of my natural hobbies or even talking to people in chat it's, I've noticed that when I go live and I start talking to people and these people come back I, I feel brilliant I feel loads better and I can just there you go I'm ready to go but there's there's been days where I haven't been able to switch it off and I thought this isn't fair to people if I if I start the stream up and then it's just negativity all the time and i can't snap out of it and i can't turn it around it wouldn't be fair to them and um especially lately that's why i haven't been streaming a lot i'm a lot more often um i've been a little busy uh granted but there's definitely been a handful of days where i haven't been live because of those reasons i just i haven't been able to snap out of the mindset and this is it's not fair to people it's not fair to me either um because then i'm putting myself in the situation where i'm trying to force these things to happen and really, I'm in a crap mood and I want to sit in this crap mood and just let it naturally fizzle out and just go away and I'll be fine tomorrow. 
But instead, I've clicked the go button, and now I'm sat here going, but now I'm having to be proactive, and I want to do this, that, and the other, but really, I don't feel like doing that at all. I just want to you and do other things. But mm. um, So that's that's kind of why I haven't been pressing the button as often lately. So I have been struggling with that. Um, it's weird because I'm in my own head thinking, I know this is happening, and I know ways to get around it. I've given this advice to other people, so I should be listening to my own advice. Um, and the best thing to do there is to not be scared to not stream. There's no harm in taking a break. Be healthy first and um, be refreshed and rest up. Um, eat well. All the the obvious things. It's all common sense things, but a lot of people kind of panic and they're in the moment of like, I have to do it though or else it's going to be terrible and bad things are going to happen. It, they're not. Don't worry. Especially the people who keep coming back. They're always supportive. They want you to be happy and and rested yeah because you come back and it it shines and it rubs off on each other yeah yeah like you're in a good situation and it shows and it's it's uh it, it rubs off on other people they can pick up on it straight away um and it's contagious then they they can bounce it back to you and it, you have like this nice little back and forth with people and and that's why I say that because it's the same with the negativity. That will also show through easy. It's probably more so if if it's negative. That will be picked up on just as quick, if not quicker. That can also be contagious, and you don't want that at all. You want to spread positivity more than anything else. So, yes, I have come across these um, kind of horrible downy situations where I've been panicking about stream and I've been worried about it. But um, for the most part, it hasn't been because of numbers or anything like it. It's because of other factors. Um, Actually, one of the main ones, as you saw me when I was a little bit frustrated, is stream <laughs> quality. I was in the middle of stream, and um, I had all sorts of things go wrong. Uh, not only my internet connectivity took a, a major dive, but um, certain programs started crashing each other, and I couldn't figure it out. All my core temperatures were fine. Um, I wasn't using a lot of my CPU. Um, even my GPU was happy. Everything yeah, was yeah, fine. Yeah. And you got uh, frustrated. I got really frustrated, man. I was trying not to, but I can't help it because if I'm sitting there and I can't actually, for one, I was playing a game. If if the all these issues are causing um, the game to stutter and the controls aren't responsive and all that kind of stuff, then I'm not playing, basically, and that's frustrating. But then I'm looking at the stream and that was the quality was dropping and dropping and dropping, and that's not what I want to put out at all. So that was frustrating me like mm. twice as much, and then. I was getting in my own head and I was thinking I'm, I've, I can see my own face and I'm frustrated and it's going to come across on stream. And I got a little glimpse of my own stream and I was like, oh shit, like happy face, put it on right now, <laughs> smile please. And it was like, I hated that. I, I was like, I need to end early. I need to just, I just need to go away and all this stuff can just like hide in a corner somewhere. I'm going to go outside and do other things and calm down and, and then figure out what the issue was and fix that later when I'm not frustrated and I can logically think about it. Um, so, so that's kind of what happened to me there. I would always, I would always say, just don't be afraid to not stream, take time off if you need it. Um, well, especially if you need it, just take, take the time off. People will understand there will be supportive, um, especially people like me who are in similar situations. Any, anyone else who streams and gets it, We'll we'll know what's going on. Look, don't worry. You sort yourself out. You'll be fine later on. Mm. Never worry about the numbers. Uh, it, it's not a numbers game. It, you're in you're in it for the wrong reasons. If if that's what you're paying attention to, more than anything else. 
awesome uh so is that like how yeah i don't know you maybe have answered this before and if you have then you, you can just say well yeah i said <laughs> I, i'm asking well my question is how do you pull yourself up uh or like what helps you like specifically you uh helped you yeah. get back on track you said you you take time off you use you, you, yeah. you let it fizzle out you you let it like uh is there anything else you want to add to that like that helped you get back on track emotionally yeah. mentally uh physically Physical maybe methods. yeah what's worked for me is um mainly friends and my girlfriend especially um just talking to people just hanging out with them i don't have to particularly be doing anything i don't we don't have to be doing an activity or playing other games um they are, they can always help just general pick-me-ups and what i was saying about the vibes of bouncing off each other and being contagious you mm. go and you seek and help from these people it's like look i'm in a bad mood i can't get myself out of it we need to do something and they're instantly just right there all my friends are brilliant they're really helpful they're always really nice people um they're all really intelligent people they get it straight away um and i can i can feel the vibe already instantly they're just like right we're doing this that and the other ignore all this crap thing yeah we're going to do positive things right now. It's happening right now. And then I can feel that instantly and I feel better. Um, if I don't have that, if I don't have anyone around me at the time, playing guitar definitely helps. I just like sitting, even even with no background noise at all, I just like sitting and just playing guitar and then I chill out that way. And um, especially if I'm angry, I tend to write a lot more um, quality content than if I'm just randomly noodling on. If I'm angry, I write a lot of heavy kind of, angry riffs and they sound cool and i like it so that helps me a lot um and then i like chilling out uh watching movies um and playing guitar at the same time because um it's kind of therapeutic i'm listening to something i have a bit of background noise it takes my mind away from things it's a little distracting but at the same time i'm still playing the guitar and something productive can come from that hmm. um so that's kind of like a twofold way um, changing a game can always help sometimes if I'm still in a game and mood and I'm just fed up of something, just playing something else can help. But especially if it's a totally different style of game, for example, if I got annoyed at a shooter game that was competitive and I didn't want to do that anymore, but I still wanted to play games, I'd pick Guitar Hero. It's totally different. I'll just chill on that. And especially it's music because that's my biggest influence is music. So that's what helps me more than anything else. It, it's kind of like, um, category I'd say. My girlfriend and my friends are top, my guitar and any music related things. And then just changing up the situation that you're in would be next. Um, doesn't matter what that would be. This is like your personal step-by-step -step guide to getting uh, out of a slump and also like you're making life better. That's just how it works and for me. And that, exactly I've kind of noticed that and that's kind of what I go to. If one doesn't work, then I'll go to the next one. And that usually works. And if all three of them fail for some reason, then I'll just go outside and shout. And and then i'm fine <laughs> yeah uh, but, but it's like yeah. your personal guide but it's also i feel like i i imagine a lot of people again just draw inspiration from that and like think about yeah, their exactly. own like situation hmm okay he says guitar it's a big hobby he likes it. he can create stuff produce that he can like turn his uh you know use his like what do you call it like manage his emotions like producing something yeah. make turning it into something yeah. else transforming it uh like what would that be for me i feel like this these tips could really be helpful for a lot of people like yeah anyone um, can take that on it doesn't matter what you do it could be a creative talent if you're an artist you have you to play electric guitar. guitar it doesn't help um, unless you play electric guitar i'm just kidding that's my problem right now i have 
two guitars and a bass and a cab, but I don't have a head and I don't have an amp um, and I don't have my axe effects. You don't have a and head. I don't have, yeah, like a head amplifier, oh. um, like a cab and a head. A cab is basically the glorified speaker and the head is what powers it. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, okay, it's man. just an amplifier, but it's like the combo. So one's the head and um, I don't have any of that anymore. So everything is acoustic, but I don't have an acoustic guitar anymore. Okay, it's all electric guitars, but I have to play acoustic because all my gear is with my bandmate right now. So that's kind of frustrating as well because um, one of the things I have is an Axe Effects. It's an amp simulator. Um, you can basically model whatever sound you want on there. Literally. Um, it's a very complex bit of kit and it's really interesting. So I've built uh, countless sounds on there messing around, spending crazy hours messing around with it and, and tweaking little things. And I have all these little sounds that are my own and nobody else would have created that because I've built it from the ground up and I like that. It sounds more me than just taking a generic sound and trying to tweak something from there. Um, but I don't have that anymore. So I've got to be um, a little more creative, be a little bit more creative when I'm trying to play guitar on my own right now unless oh, yeah. i can go and see my bandmate and then i can use all of that gear and that helps how far away is your band like what could you bring your guitar and go over there and just plug it in and, and go or i can't walk there no um they all live uh a good drive away not like miles and miles away but it would still in the car the closest person still probably 20 minutes half an hour drive away so i definitely couldn't walk there it wouldn't be a quick thing no <laughs> cool um Nice. Um, I okay. So I guess the next natural thing to ask you about would be the future. Um, what what are your plans? What are your hopes? What are your dreams for the streams? Oh God, oh, the stream um, in particular the stream. I would love to have writing and recording sessions on there. That's always been the plan. I'd love to do that. Um, I'm not. I'm not like crazy good. Uh, talented at everything that I'm, but I still think it would be interesting you would get to see um, my personal way of writing um, and then you would get to see the way that my band records and because we have these high um, kind of class uh, how do you call them like influences from the um, genre no. oh. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of expensive equipment yeah actually um, no. I have a custom made guitar for example um, that I got from a company called Mayonnaise they're a Polish company um, it took me, I think, maybe two or three years of talking with them and then them building it for me to get this guitar. So, um, that's very expensive, but it's also absolutely incredible. It's <sighs> probably my favorite guitar to play ever on the planet. Wow. It looks incredible, it sounds incredible, and it feels exactly how I wanted it to. So, <laughs> yeah, you would get to see all of that. That would be the stream plan in the future. Um, regardless of how many people we had watching, I mean, Obviously, I would love more people to come in and I would be able to talk with all these people. But whether that happens or not, as long as I can progress the way I want to and be putting out the content that I like to, and it's high quality because I have to maintain that, otherwise I wouldn't be happy, then yeah, that would be the, the plan for the stream. That'd Sounds cool. like you want your biggest uh, goal going forward is to follow your heart, yeah. you know, not anything yeah. else, which is so inspirational uh you know taking it in your pace and doing what you want and write music yeah. and play music it's something that you did you did you get the chance to try it before or but you said you were you wanted it you wanted to do it before like early on, on when stream, you streamed yeah. but 
but did you try I, I it like properly to, no. you didn't have um, the chance to and now you have more experience and you could do better probably with the right equipment experience with the streaming yeah um and then the, your channel would like you know it would become like in uh, this uh the mix of gaming and music i guess <laughs> yeah it would be a different vibe completely it'd be interesting to see what would happen as well that's why it's kind of it'd be exciting because it's a totally different mm. um it's a totally different style of content than what has been on the channel so far. So uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. And then you will just continue streaming until you retire. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be the plan. That would be the perfect plan. I would love that. I'd love I to see this. Jobs. I, I, <laughs> I love to see this generation grow up. And you know, I, I want to see more old gamers. I love it. As I, see, I see some old streamers in their 60s. Yeah. Is rocking it, play Fortnite, save the world, and uh, you know, got a long white beard. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Like, what will we, what will we, we be like? <laughs> you know, uh, older. And I streaming. honestly feel I'm still going to be doing all of this when I'm like 60, 70, 80 year old. I'm still going to be interested in games, and I'm still going to be interested in guitar and music. And I don't feel like I'm ever going to get to a point where I'm like, this is dumb. Why have I been doing this? Stop it and just completely put it down and never touch it again. I feel like I'm going to, this is just me and this is what I like. So I feel like I'm going to be doing it no matter what age I am. So yeah, I would love that. I would love to just continue this all the time. It's way more interesting. It's way more fun and it's way more positive And I feel way more healthy than my desk jobs and any other kind of jobs that I've done before this. So I would love this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, really sincerely hope that is what is in store for you um thank you very much i think that's it for for my questions i grilled you enough <laughs> <laughs> you did a little bit actually it's very sly just snuck that in there um so we're gonna we, we're gonna finish up this podcast and um i always like to ask is there anything you want to take the opportunity i'm gonna plug your channel as well uh but is there anything else like are you anything you want to ask me or anything like a topic concerning streaming in general or specific like something you want to bring up about your stream yeah actually, i would i would love to ask uh, the origin of the podcasts where where you got the concept from and why you wanted to do it this way the format um especially because i've noticed that your channel's got a lot of variety to it as well um yeah and that is one thing that a lot of especially new starting streamers a lot of those people worry about they they say i don't want to just play the one game all the time i want to be variety this that and the other hmm. and they hear a lot of different advice saying you shouldn't do that that's not how you're going to grow um or on the other side of the spectrum it'll be like yes do that you do you ignore these people do what you want and that's <laughs> how you'll grow i feel like it's a bit in the middle but as long as you're doing what you enjoy, that's what people are going to pick up on. And that's what's going to create that natural growth. And I feel like your channel has that. You have a lot of variety in there and you always seem to have fun and do what you want. Um, and you have that game and the musical side of things as well. And I like that. Um, and there's a lot of little funny clips and um, like short bits of content that have comedy moments in them that I've saw on Instagram as, as well. And the podcast is really interesting. I like this, this interview style with other streamers. I was wondering where you got all that from and how the variety came together. Okay. The variety comes from me not knowing, not knowing what I want to do specifically, not, not, not having <laughs> a clear picture of what yeah. my stream should be like. So I kind of told myself that 
you you can do whatever you want now barry <laughs> it's you like can't. this is your this is your time to explore go on like you try try everything you know the taste yeah. taste a little bit of this taste a little bit of that you know if you hate it if it turns out a disaster you don't have to do it um yeah. and you wouldn't so, have known otherwise so exactly, exactly. like I, I feel like i'm i'm learning uh, from this it's a slow process you have to you have to be honest with yourself what do you want to do uh, it can be really hard because you always have these you know that like you said the advice that comes from different people saying well you have to stream yeah. these games and you have to stream like this and you have it has to be like this and and uh, the viewers want yeah. this and on the other hand you have your heart <laughs> like it telling you stuff and you don't always know what it means uh it's it's really hard to give advice um on yeah. like uh, how to balance you have to find that your own way. the find sources your... you can take advice from that are more reliable than others but um overall like... you have to be yourself with it and not really follow a format You've got to create your own format. The podcast came about from me, like listening to a lot of gaming podcasts just for years and years, listening, listening to just uh, consuming gaming podcasts. And, um, and when I started streaming, I, you know, one big thing for me is making friends, uh, really getting to know people. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't just want to know how to spell your username <laughs> i want to know where you live no i'm just kidding <laughs> like i i really enjoy the connection that like the that i can make with people and i enjoy you know trying to like i i do f- weird funny things when someone is new in the channel like yeah. um just to get their attention or like i enjoy getting to know people that's the basic uh, of that so when i started streaming uh it was just an idea that popped into my head like well a good way to make friends or really get to know people you know have a deeper conversation the podcast would be the perfect format for that and i could do it live on my stream okay let's try it um it's been really funny to see the reactions because people treat me like i'm like some kind of uh, special like there's like something special about me or my stream mm. just because of the podcast. When in <clears throat> reality, uh, I don't know what I'm doing, uh, and I'm <laughs> trying to have fun and getting making friends. And I'm just yeah. and I'm just putting an overlay. It says podcast, but this is what everyone else is doing like all the time. They're like, you know, talking to people online. I just. It just, you know, it, it, people, you know, think about, oh, it's a podcast. Oh, it's a real thing. Oh, uh, da, da, da. Um, this isn't real. This is oh. the Matrix. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was going to end the stream. Um, I, I don't know. I maybe did I answer the question properly? I feel like I. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. Um, okay. I think I only have one more just to put you on the spot this time. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, is if you are to have somebody to reverse the roles and you were sitting on the other side and someone was interviewing you yeah. in the exact same format that you've got your podcast now who would that be and why oh who i would want to be the host who yeah. i would want to be interviewing me <laughs> uh um oh gosh that was that was oh you're mean <laughs> <laughs> i don't like you, you anymore i had to get you back a little bit 
Oh, I like this question. It should be... Who, who, who is it? It should be a streamer that I just, you know... Uh, there's... Um, it wouldn't have to be a content creator if you didn't want it to be. Anyone. Literally anyone. On a gaming podcast. On Oberry podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Your podcast, it's just the roles are, are reversed. I would want to have there. you as the interviewer. Oh. You heard it. You heard it. I'm doing it. There's so many people I would enjoy to be interviewed <laughs> by. I I, yeah. I think you would make a great host. If you want to do this, if you feel like this is a, like something you want to try, just do it. Uh, you can you can call it the Oberry Podcast too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, I think I, I actually think there would be something there. there. There would definitely be some kind of content at the reverse podcast. I, I would want Markiplier to interview me. Markiplier. Oh man, that would be really cool. He he would be a cool guy for a podcast. I yeah, think I, I that think that would be a great host. Some, he, Reach that, out, he, man. He, Why not? <laughs> Reach out. No. There is no harm in reaching out. Uh, I don't dare. I don't dare. Do it. I'm doing it for him. <laughs> Like I want to, the the. I'm gonna say it on podcast. Okay? I already started. It. I want to meet PewDiePie mm. one day. I just want to meet my fellow Swede who made it to the top. I just want to sit down and have a cup of coffee and talk. Oh, Swede, who lives in my country. Yeah, he lives like he's way closer. I'm gonna visit him. <laughs> Dude, like, can you say hello for me? Um, <laughs> yeah, but there's so many cool people, and not even like yeah. not even fa like small streamers or not even streamers, like just cool people online. Yeah. And you know, the to meet these famous big uh, celebrities, I feel like it's you know they're just they're, they're just a, another human being, just as interesting as the one we get to meet in our streams uh, every time we stream. So it's all good, you know, it's all good um we, okay we got to finish the podcast thank you for putting me on the spot thank you very much um so if you haven't already guys you need to go over to elysium twitch.tv slash elysium that's where you will find him streaming go there right now click the follow button show him support show him the love spread the positivity and um yeah, it's been. Uh, is there anything? Is it? Is there any other channels you want to let the listeners know about? Oh man, way too many, way too many. <laughs> like there are a lot of people, man. Um, I would probably say, and th this this was would might be a weird suggestion because I mean your channels, my channels, not like, my channels. No, no yeah, um, you yeah everything's yeah. Everything's under Elysium. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. guys. Everything is Elysium, and there's a lot of other people you would like to like plug or support. Oh yeah. Uh, but okay, you can mention. You, you get to mention one. Hey, Shadow Shadow's got it. I, I've broken the rule because it's the end of the podcast. It's, I'm allowed. I've read chat. We haven't finished Phoenix. the podcast yet. To, I'm trying have... to finish the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would love to shout out Phoenix Two Vibe. She's really funny as well. Um, Phoenix and Two Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Lady Elysium, exactly. Amazing. Okay, cool. Okay, Elysium, Liam, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a treat. Thank you very much it's as been, well. We had a thank long, you guys. lovely talk. So I'll see you around. I'll see you right now after this. You take care. Yeah. Have a good one. And thank very you to much. all who has been listening and watching on live on Twitch. I'll see you around. Take care. Let's say goodbye. Bye. Buds. Bye. Bye.